Hey, Todd Gray with you once again from the 98.1 Triple M Geraldton Brekkie Show, back with another podcast, a jam-packed full of sport. Once again, we're going to be talking uh, Bucks. One of the Bucks players joins us after a big win against the Giants over the weekend. Uh, we've got Leith Tickle wrapping up all the GNFL action, and we're also going to be catching up with a couple of rugby greats, uh, one from the Wallabies and one from the Wallaroos. So let's get into it. Let's talk rugby. Oh, I'll take that one, Dane. I think for me... Um Rugby is about connectedness, about um, basically playing a sport where you actually inherit a family and it Mm. doesn't matter where you go in the world, you can walk into a rugby club and you'll meet like-minded people. Mm. So for us in the Classics program, it's really important to get out to rural areas and uh, I guess show show kids out there that there are opportunities for everybody. Rugby Mm. is a game of all body shapes and sizes. Um, Not a lot of sports are like that and uh, and for me that's important in rugby. Yeah. What about yourself, Dane? No, that's it. It's a, it's a game for everyone. You know, it's very inclusive. Um, we're trying to show the kids that there's a pathway. It's an international game mm. um, to be able to represent your country on the world stage. So these kids, you know, whether it's boys, girls, like Selena said, it's, it's a game for everyone. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned, you know, uh, anyone, any shape or size can do it. And it is very different to a lot of different games because essentially... Forgive me, I'm very ignorant when it comes to rugby. I grew up in Western Australia. Uh, well, I know you did, Dane, too, after coming from South, um, South Africa. Um, what? Because you're side-by-side side essentially on the field. In footy, you're all over the place. It's a madhouse. Mm-hmm. Rugby, you're side-by-side, side, so you do build those bonds and you build, a, I suppose, a reliance. You have to trust those people next to you to do exactly, I guess, what the coaches have told you to do. So I suppose that's a very much unique kind of style of playing any sport, I suppose. Yeah, well, I think that um, you talked about connectedness. Mm. It's important on the field, both in attack and defence, that you have each other's back side by side. And rugby's that kind of game where you don't get to reset like you do in league. You're mm. basically there to protect your mate over the ball. Mm. And uh, if they're not there, you get dusted up. Yeah. So you you pretty much work out who your friends are pretty quickly, yeah. I think. <laughs> sure. Uh, you mentioned, uh, look, it can take you anyway, take you around the world. I'm, I'm interested in knowing where has it taken you guys? Uh, so I've been lucky enough to uh, live in France, live in Japan, um, be able to play here in Perth, my, my home state. Yeah. Um, so it's great. I've got sort of friends all over the world, um, you know, speaking different languages, but we're the, we've got that common bond, uh, the game of rugby together. Yeah. Is there a particular place that you think back to? Uh, probably my time in France. It's, mm. an, it's an amazing uh, country. Um, people passionate about the sport. Uh, pretty exciting. They've got the next World Cup. Um, mm. And then, yeah, obviously we're pushing for, for the one after that. I think um, a World Cup is a time when the whole country stops. and yeah. um, Everyone becomes a rugby fan. <laughs> Everyone becomes a rugby fan. Everyone gets behind. <laughs> a rugby the, expert. Yes. The, oh, yeah. the Wallabies and the Wallaroos. And yeah. um, we're obviously pushing for 2027 and 2029. And I think that'll inspire a whole generation of, of rugby mm. players and rugby fans in Australia. Very true. What about yourself, Selena? Yeah, I've been lucky enough to play in four World Cups. Um, wow. So that started back in 1998. Mm. So travelled to the Netherlands, to Spain, Canada, Hong Kong, Dubai, finished yeah. on Dubai Sevens and two weeks later was pregnant. So wow. that was kind of the end of my career. How about you, Dane? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible because, you know, you, you mentioned these places and I wouldn't think – you would be playing rugby there, but I guess that's the thing. It's a sport that you just don't think about. It is everywhere. It is a worldwide sport. We know soccer, well, football technically, you know, is a worldwide sport, but I guess people probably don't think about rugby that way. They know Australia plays it. They know the UK plays it. We know New Zealand plays it. But beyond that, we're probably not – it's probably a bit murky. Yeah, and I think um, world rugby's done a really good job of, of promoting it internationally, mm. and the Sevens, I think, has taken it to the next level because not every country can afford to play, you yeah. know, full 15-a-side program. 
So the sevens, you know, getting pushed in Southeast Asia and, and the subcontinent and places like that and certainly in Africa is becoming more and more popular because you don't need a lot of people to be able mm. to play sevens. Um, and I think it's really done a lot to, to lift the profile of the game internationally, which is awesome. Yeah. Is that kind of like the, uh, the T20, I suppose, version where it's trying to make it easier, trying to make it more engaging for people to get interested in rugby and then really discover what well, the true history and what rugby is yeah, all about. Yeah, I think, um, I guess it's always had a, a little bit of a, a thing for, for the men that, you know, sevens wasn't really rugby. Um, for the girls, it's certainly been a pathway to, mm. to bringing girls into the game. And obviously now that it's in the Olympic program, you know, it takes the sport to another level that, you know, a lot of other sports in Australia, I mm. guess, can't offer people. So that's pretty special. Yeah, that's great. So what advice would you give for the young ones who perhaps are interested in, in pursuing rugby uh, in any way, shape or form get out and give it a go you yeah. know we've we've had a lot of fun with with kids some of them are trying rugby for the first time and there's been a lot of smiles on faces yeah. and so just get out give it a go uh, there's a lot of local rugby clubs i think the main one around here is the geraldton reef sharks um great club good people yeah, great. What about yourself? Yeah, I've uh, met a couple of the the young girls. I think the girls have been dusting the boys up in the program. Really? Just saying. Uh, I think you know, <laughs> seeing definite definite progress there. I had one little girl come up to me yesterday, and she goes, oh, "I was told I was too small," and I'm like, "Sweetheart, don't let anybody tell you ever too small for anything." <laughs> mm. And she goes, "Yeah, I think I might give it a go." So for me, you know, there's there's something in that about rugby is mm. that you know, they actually they learn about the power of their bodies and stuff like that yeah. and what they're actually capable of yeah. and, and people not telling them otherwise. So have yeah. a crack. Yeah, big thank you to Selena, Dane and Lachlan for setting it all up as well and, and coming to the Midwest uh, to do these rugby clinics, uh, interacting with kids, getting them interested in sport and uh, hopefully building the code up here in the Midwest because I mean, it's not the most popular of sports. Uh, you wouldn't expect it to be in WA, but it's only getting stronger. So get on out there and support it. All righty, from one sporting code to another, we are talking GNFL, the Great Northern Football League, wrapping up the last round with Leith Teekle. Quickly whip through the uh, the other grades. We didn't do that last week, so um, better report on them. So in the Colts um, over the weekend, Rovers got over top of Mullawar, Northampton got over top of Railways, and Brigades got over top of Towns in the all in the Colts games. In the reserves, uh, Rovers had a win over Mullawar, Railways had a win over Northampton, and Brigades got the job done over Towns. And in the women's, uh, Mullawar had a win, I believe it may be their first win. I think they're new to the mm. comp this year um, over Rovers. Railways had a win over um, the Rams and uh, and Brigades had a win over, uh, sorry, Towns had a big win over Brigades in the women. So, yeah, action-packed weekend for all the uh, all the other grades. Yeah, fantastic. All right, now let's get into the GNFL round three. Uh, where do you want to start, Towns and Brigades? Yeah, sure. So that was played uh, on Saturday evening, Saturday night at uh, at One Fellow Over or WA Country Builders Stadium, and uh, Brigades got the job done there. Twelve sixteen to Towns, twelve sixteen eighty eight to Towns, five four thirty four. I suppose the highlight of that game was uh, Big Dale Williamson uh, taking over as the leading goal kicker mm. in, in GNFL. I think uh, seven eighty one goals and and taking over from the great uh, Dale Bain. So, yeah, it was a, a good night for Brigades and a good night for Dale. Yeah, well done. Um, how did things go with Mullawar taking on Rovers? Yeah, tight game out there at Mullawar. So um, that game ended up being won by Rovers 14-3-87 to Mullawar 11-13-69. So, um, yeah, a lot, a, a lot bigger and better effort by Mullawar this, this week after a, a fairly heavy loss in round 
round one. So uh, good to see a tight, tight game out there and well done to Rovers. Yeah, well done there. And uh, finally, Northampton taking on Railways. Yeah, Railways uh, continue their good form and got the job done 12 10 82 to Northampton 5 7 37 at, uh, at Perch International Oval in Northampton. So uh, a good day of football out there. But um, unfortunately, um, it's, uh, that game was uh, followed by some celebrations. And, and un- unfortunately, um, the, the passing and our condolences go to a, a club stalwart of Railways, Craig Scourge. Butler unfortunately tragically passed away over the weekend and I just wanted to pay my respect and my condolences to his family and the Railways Football Club. They're a, they're a great club and he was a big part of that football club and I know I know there's a lot of people out there mourning, mourning that loss and um, I'm sure they'll get around each other and I'm sure the greater GNFL will get around the Railways Football Club and the family of Scourge because he was a great man and um, I'll pay my respects to, uh, to Scourge. Speaking to Leith Teekle, taking a look at the GNFL competition. Uh, Leith, uh, appreciate your time and your insight. Of course, we're heading into round four this weekend. Uh, we've only just had round three, but how do you think the, the teams are shaping up at the moment? Oh, just looking at the ladder, I think it's um, pretty tight at the top. Brigades uh, uh, haven't lost a game yet, nor have Rovers, so we're looking forward to that, that hit out whenever that is a bit later in the year. Railways sitting in third on the ladder with two wins, one loss, and Northampton... Uh, one win and two loss. Chapman Valley, one win, one loss. And uh, Mullawarra and Towns yet to open their account. But, um, yeah, look, it's only early in the season and we know the GNFL can be shaken up pretty quickly. And we'll preview the next round of the GNFL with James Gardner Friday morning. If you miss it, you'll find it on the socials and, of course, through the listener app here. Now, time to move on to another sporting code. Now time to talk basketball, NBL 1 West. Time to talk the Geraldton Buccaneers. Undefeated. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a big game against the Giants. Another big game coming up this weekend against the Rockingham Flames, who have only dropped, I believe, one game. Now, Bucks are sitting in top position. The Flames... Second position. It's going to be a massive, massive game. But first, uh, let's catch up with Bucks player Fletch Clastorty and talk about the big game against the Giants, his old club. Good morning, mate. How are you going? Yeah, doing well. Thank you very much. Another big weekend at home, 85-75 against the Giants, uh, your old team. What was it like uh, going up against them? Um, yeah, it's always good fun to go against the old teammates and stuff and seeing everyone that you haven't seen for a little while. Get a chance to say good day, obviously, before the game. And then, yeah, it's always good to compete against them too. Yeah. Uh, anything else but, except good day? You know, a few jibes, a few jabs thrown out there? Yeah, yeah. There was a couple <laughs> for sure, especially early. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it was tight uh, very much early on. But, of course, uh, you guys ran away with the win there. Uh, what were your greatest challenges on the night? Uh, dealing with the Bucks inside presence, they had some big bodies down there. Mayo Malek, um, he's a pretty good player, so trying to stop him from the high post was a bit of a challenge. But, um, yeah, we got the job done and ended up coming away with the win. Yeah. How have you find uh, being with the Bucks? Uh, I love it. It's very good. It's good fun out here. Um, I get along with all the boys pretty well on the team. And, uh, yeah, I'm very much enjoying my time. Yeah, and I suppose moving to a new team, there's always, you know, the difference of people, personalities, different style of play, and I'm sure, you know, the different expectations for yourself uh, being a part of the team. Um, so how have you found the team overall from, you know, when you joined them to, well, I guess right now? Um, can't really fault it at the moment. I mean, we're sitting 6-0 yeah. <laughs> and hopefully we can keep running that, but... Um, yeah, I suppose, like, as far as fitting in goes and that, off the court, I'm going all right. Still trying to find my feet a bit on the court, but mm. trying to keep the pressure off and, um, yeah, just roll with the punches as they come throughout the season. And, 
yeah, go from there. Yeah, awesome. So what would be, I guess, your goals for the season? Obviously, you want to win. Uh, as soon as you step onto the court the first game, you want to win that flag. But uh, I guess for your own personal benefit, your own personal goals, what are you looking to achieve? Um, oh, I don't know. It's a bit of a tough one. Definitely winning. Like, you don't play to lose, I suppose. Mm. Winning's definitely the fun part of it. Um, but I suppose, personally, just try and keep developing, um, become a bit more of a threat offensively and, yeah, go from there. Oh, awesome. And uh, I'm sure being uh, – I mean, have you been to Geraldton much uh, in previous years? Uh, not really. Just always stopped through the town, but I'm glad I'm here now. It's a beautiful little town and yeah, yeah. the weather's turned it on this week, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Oh, good to hear. I'd love to hear that you're enjoying it. Now, going up against the Flames this weekend, I think they've only dropped one game so far just uh, beneath you guys on the ladder, as a matter of fact. Looking ahead at uh, that game, uh, h- how do you see it? What do you, what do you think is uh, – what are their big strengths? Um, offense for them. they got some serious talent on the offensive side of the ball, but – Lucky for us, we're pretty good at defense. So I think it's going to be a hell of a game and looking forward to having a big crowd there again. Yeah, yeah, the big crowd. Uh, of course, crowds play a massive. It's amazing uh, how crowds can essentially the sixth player on the court. Uh, how have you, uh, I mean, your experience with the crowd so far? I'm sure you're loving it. Yeah, it's been good. The first game last weekend against Coburn during the third quarter, I was still getting goosebumps like <laughs> I was a kid in high school out here playing again. But um, it definitely gets loud and it's good that they all come down after the game and give you a high five and... Yeah, definitely makes it all worth it. Yeah, big thank you to Fletch. And, of course, we'll catch up with Bucks coach Dale Joseph ahead of the game against the Flames. And we'll wrap it all up once again with a Bucks player. I don't know who it will be yet, but we'll find out Monday morning. And if you want to watch the action, of course, nbl1.com.au to check it all out. And, as always, if you want to be a part of the conversation, whether it be the podcast, the brekkie show, uh, the sports show, Inside the Game, we do on Saturdays, reach out. Uh, your community, your call, your station, your call. You can email Geraldton at triplem.com.au. Uh, reach out to us on the socials. Give me a call during the Brecky Show on one triple three five three. Love to talk to you. All right. Stay safe and we'll catch up again soon.